Hey, what's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 1009 of Ask Pat 2.0. This is the show where I invite somebody on to get a little bit of coaching from me. You can actually apply for coaching yourself if you go to askpat.com. There's a button right there in the middle where you can apply, and I don't select everybody, but I do select one person a week, and then we make it happen, and then you guys get to listen in as if you were in the same room as us, and hopefully through these conversations, you're able to discover some stuff that can help you in your business, no matter what leg of the journey you're in as well. Uh, and again, thank you all for all of the recent pieces of feedback on iTunes through the ratings and reviews. That just means so much, especially after this new conversion from the old version of Ask Pat 1.0 to now Ask Pat 2.0. All right, thanks so much, and um, let's just dive right into the conversation today with Meg Brunson. You can find her at Meg Brunson, uh, B-R-U-N-S-O-N. Dot com. She's got a lot of great things going on related to Facebook ads, um, kid entrepreneurs, which has gotten me really excited. But we're going to talk about branding and actually how to organize you know, all this stuff together today. So let's just dive right in, and here we go. Hey, Meg, thank you so much for coming on to uh, Ask Pat today. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, this will be fun. So tell us a little bit about uh, who you are and what you do. So my main hustle is that I run a Facebook um, marketing agency. I run Facebook ads for businesses on the platform. I'm a former Facebook employee. So when I left Facebook to come home and tend to my family, it kind of made sense to do that. Um, I've had a mom blog kind of on the side for the past four or five years. And that's kind of taken um, a real back burner. But recently I decided I want to rekindle that and change it a little bit. So I'm rebranding and it's going to focus on parenting, like the mom side of things, but also my journey to entrepreneurship and the fact that my daughter, who's my oldest daughter is 10. I've got four um, daughters and she's launched her first business this year. So a lot of people have asked me, you know, what is she doing? Like, are you just running the business or or how is she involved? So I want to document that. Um, and that kind of leads me into my question. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, if you t- tell me what's on it. your mind. So I've got this new blog that I planned on just making a personal blog. So it's going to be at megbrunson.com. Um, and I'm, I'm torn. One of the things we're doing is launching a podcast um, that's related to that. It's going to be called Familypreneur. And it explores the same topics of parenting, entrepreneurship, and then raising entrepreneurial kids. Um, But where I'm stuck is I'm not really sure at what point these side ventures become significant enough or or big enough to warrant their own web presence. So their own website, social media channels, things like that. You know, how do you determine what fits under this personal brand and what needs its own thing. Like at this point, I feel like my marketing, which was established first, needs its own thing because it's totally separate. But the podcast is so closely related, but I worry about like sending people to my show notes. Is mm-hmm. it- a What dis- are you worried about with that? Like at the end of my podcast, which I'm recording like my outros and stuff right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I'm going to send them to my show notes, they're joining, you know, I'm welcoming them, welcoming them to the Familypreneur podcast, but then I'm going to send them to megbrunson.com for show notes and stuff, or mm-hmm. is and that- why, just, why, why are you um, just concerned about that? 
I, I just worry that the branding's not consistent, that they should be going to familypreneurpodcast.com, which I do own, but I also don't, I already feel like I manage a couple different websites. I don't want to have like 42, you know what I mean? Right, right. Tell me a little bit about the podcast itself. Um, are there any other hosts besides you? It's an interview style show, so I'm the only host. Mm-hmm. My daughter may possibly join me at some point. She's involved in like the intro and outro, um, but it's it's only me as the host. Okay. Well, I mean, first of all, it's super cool that you have your uh, kids involved in what you're doing. I'm, I'm doing the same thing. Actually, my son and I are starting a podcast together too. Uh, and it's, it's the coolest thing to see like a little you actually flourishing in the world of business a little bit. And so I, I do want to uh, see if we can get the URL for that at some point during this call so we can have everybody check, check that out and, and see what she's got going on. Um, but I, I feel like personally, there is nothing wrong with if you are the host and you are the personal brand, even though your show has a different name, to bring people back to your personal brand. I actually think that that's favorable because you are establishing yourself as the authority and to have people come back to your site, totally okay. And I'll give you a couple of examples. So the first example is Amy Porterfield. Her podcast is Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast. She welcomes people to the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast. If you want to get the show notes for this, go to amyporterfield.com slash four for episode four show notes. So she brings people back to amyporterfield.com and she wants that because she's the authority and the person behind the brand and people can get to know her. And I would assume, especially because uh, you are going to be talking about family and such, uh, in addition to business at, um, at megbrunson.com, that, uh, that that would be okay for a person to get to know you better after listening to your show. How does that sit with you? It does make sense. And I just, it's one of those things that's been on my mind and I just keep going back and forth. Sure. Like, are, is there I, any resistance there? Are you like, oh, well, now that you put it that way. It makes sense. And I always, like, I think back to you doing it the other way because yours is all smart passive income. So I'm also curious, like, what made you? Well, the name of the show is the same of my domain name. And actually, when I started my blog, I wasn't quite sure how involved I wanted to be. I was actually somebody who is quite shy. I still am quite shy. I'm, I'm an introvert. So I, I hesitated to go and uh, get people to a site that had like Pat Flynn as the thing. I, I, I didn't want myself to be the center of it. However, of course, during the years and hosting the show and writing the content, not having any other people involved really with that, um, I just naturally became the person behind the brand. Um, that's not to say I would do it differently uh, or, or keep it the same necessarily, but um, people know me as... Pat Flynn, the guy behind Smart Passive Income. And I think if the name of it was patflynn.com, it would be essentially the same thing um, and perhaps even a little bit stronger. Uh, but um, I've, built an, I've built such a large audience now that I think at this point it's, it doesn't matter. And I think you're setting yourself up for some major personal uh, success. Um, but I want to ask you, like five years down the road, let's say the podcast is doing extremely well. You're getting people who are listening to that coming to megbrunson.com and they're getting to know you and you're getting asked to speak on stage. You are being recognized uh, when you go to the grocery store every once in a while. Like, is that okay with you? Does that, um, because that's what you're kind of promoting. Not that you're, you'd ever get to celebrity paparazzi status. Like I do not ever want to get to that status either. Um, but um, do you want to be known like as Meg Brunson, the, 
the person who's helping bring families together, but is also, you know, um, somebody I can, I can relate to online. And I'm comfortable with that. Some of the roles that I've been in recently, I've worked with um, like local, like hyper local parenting networks Mm -hmm. where I've been the face of those companies, but they were branded as the business. Okay. So I feel like I've, I've had some of those situations where I'm out in an event and people are like, oh, I know you, I read your newsletter every week. So that's awesome. that stuff doesn't bother me too much. It's just changing it, doing it there. It was like, I was known for somebody else's business. Right. Cause I was like a franchise owner or whatever, but now it's mine. And with my experience in Facebook, I then doubt myself, like my username, my Facebook page, do I keep it all as like a public figure and brand it myself? Do I make my username familypreneur pod? Do you know what I mean? Like these are the things that keep going through my head and trying to, I want to make the right decision before I launch in two weeks. So it's not like I'm on a strict deadline. <laughs> How, so um, this was a mom blog that was around for a while. Um, do you happen to still have emails and, and an audience there? Um, very small. I mean, on Facebook, we've got like 500 fans, which they're, they're all aware of the changes coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, as much as they are with Facebook reach and, and whatnot, I haven't run ads to them. So it's, I, I wouldn't say it's a strong audience. I've kind of let that go for the past like two years. It's been sure. pretty. It, it'll pretty get there. Good. It'll, it'll, it'll come back and be even stronger. There, there's another example I thought of. It's actually one of the only podcasts I listen to. It's called the model health show by Sean Stevenson. And his website is uh, Sean Stevenson model.com. Uh, I, I believe that's the URL. Um, the Sean Stevenson model.com. So again, with the show name, we don't even know necessarily who the host is right away. However, obviously through the description and once you start listening, you really start to you know build a relationship with Sean and that, that's who you know. And then you come back to his Sean Stevenson website. So um, there's definitely been case studies of people doing that. And I, I, I don't think it's anything you should worry about. I'm okay. wondering if there's anything else perhaps that is on your mind beyond that. Um. I don't think so. I mean, I think that that's the basic thing is I keep going back and forth between my name and the podcast name. Um, but I do, I mean, ultimately the reason I went with my name was the flexibility to grow and change with me. So as my kids get older, the focus may change slightly. Um, I also was thinking about from like a, an interviewee perspective, you know, if I'm, interviewing you on the show or Mm -hmm. like you as a general person sure sure does it seem to provide more or less value as a personal brand than a podcast brand i don't know does that make sense no i I mean i it does make sense Uh, i feel like if the name of the podcast is one thing but i'm talking to you it doesn't really matter to me as the person being being interviewed Um, i'm hearing your voice I'm, i'm hearing you it doesn't matter what the name of the show is to me um and if i ever share it with somebody I'm going to say, oh, you guys got to check out uh, the Familypreneur podcast. I spoke with Meg. She was great. We had this great conversation. So your name's going to come up anyway, naturally. Um, And so I I wouldn't worry about that at all. You just, you're you're Meg Brunson at megbrunson.com, who is is the host of the Familypreneur podcast and perhaps has a course that has a different name and has another thing that has another name. Like I've seen some brands out there who do establish like literally websites and social media channels for each and every individual thing, not just channel, but also product. And it becomes right. this, this crazy mess. 
right? And, and that's what I don't want. <laughs> yes, we don't want a mess. That that's for sure. I mean, I think uh, I definitely know you're you're heading in the right direction with this. Okay. Um, I was just trying to dig deeper to see if perhaps you know some people use these back and forth decisions. I like when people go back and forth between something. Sometimes I'm not saying it is in this case, but sometimes that's just an excuse to um, kind of stall a little bit. Uh, and, and not make a decision because there's still this, you know, what if this or what if that, and therefore they don't, they don't move forward. But it seems like with two weeks left before launch anyway, that you're not in that camp. Yeah, no. And I'm, I'm just in that, but I'm at that point where I'm like, should I change everything now? Which means my next two weeks are going to be hectic because I've got (laughs) to change everything to a new name. You know what I mean? Like I'm just doubting my decision, I think is my my issue. Like we're down to crunch time and I'm worried I'm, I made the wrong one. But I think what you're saying is that I'm on the right track. You are on the right track. Personal brand. Like I still can, would you still recommend redirecting? Like I own Familypreneur podcast. I definitely don't want to get rid of that, but I could redirect that to like. I mean, I would still utilize that for something like, Hey guys, if you want to share this show, just um, go to familypreneur.com slash share or just go to familypreneur.com and then you'll get, you know, and that basically could take people to a landing page mm-hmm. where uh, it could even li- live on your website, but it just has the branding of your podcast sure. in there. And that, that creates that connection and keeps the conversation going where it would be weird if it would be, if you didn't mention anything at all about your personal site and you said, Hey guys, go to familypreneur.com. And then all of a sudden they, they land on megbrunson.com and there's, uh, there's, okay, well, she's the host, but what, where do I get in here? You'll have to set it up properly. Right. But if there is some landing page that people land on, or maybe the, the show notes page where it's obvious that that's for the podcast, and then you have a logo of the podcast there, it's going to be totally fine. Okay. Yeah, it, it'll be totally fine. So let's say, for example, let's go the other way and, and do a little thought experiment in terms of what if you do change it? What if you did change it? So what what would have to change and what would that look like? Would that be familypreneur.com and like that has its own that's where the podcast lives and you have twitter accounts and instagram channels for that is that what you were thinking yeah i mean the the url i own is actually familypreneurpodcast.com because familypreneur.com wasn't available um (laughs) no it's all good but it would be i i think i would still have a personal like sorry no, see, it's already it, like we haven't even done it. It's, we haven't even created it yet, and it's already like freaking you right. out. So, so that's my a thought, <laughs> my thought originally was the personal page, megbrunson.com, could just be like a landing page that in my mind would be like a digital business card or like a um, a digital like a resume almost. Sure, that's like here are the things Meg does, and obviously not so. Like that, but Meg right, does right. this, Meg does this, Meg does this, and Meg my does products. this. And right. then you click and you would just get to whatever like site you wanted. Cause that's another issue I've had in the past when I've, I feel like I've always been multi-passionate. So I always have all of these ideas and I want to monetize them. And typically there, there is some level of success. Like it mm. may not bring me in millions, but it'll supplement um, fill a, fill a void, fill a need in my life. Sure. But I don't want to have like 42 business cards or so I'll make one business card and have like all four logos on it so that right. I can promote all aspects of myself in those situations. And I feel like websites are the same way. So my thought was to have a site where you could just go and, and see all the different things I do 
and then find whatever fits. I think that can happen on your website and uh, anyway, and and people and are going to host the blog or yeah, the podcast it, exactly because it's you. You are the the connector between all the different projects that you create. Um, and uh, even though some of those projects may not necessarily a hundred percent be congruent with some of the other projects, because you are multi passionate. You never know. A lot of people who will listen to your podcast will come to your website and go, wow, look at what else Meg is into. Um, I'm going to check her out just because I love her, not because of the podcast itself, but because I love Meg and I want to see what else Meg's in, what, what else Meg is up to. Because I imagine like, for example, if you had this separate channel for the podcast and a separate website for it and, and, and a separate Twitter account, it's like, it would be weird not to share that you just came out with a new podcast to your personal brand, Right. It, it, it would be weird to have to, you know, post it in both separate spaces and kind of almost take on a new character there. It's all the same. And you're going right. to reduce the amount of work. You're going to reduce the confusion on the other end for the people who are listening to your show, who come to your website and the people on your website who want to listen to your show. It's all, it's all one entity. And you don't, you. and you don't think that people, I guess here's, it just came to me like one of my, counter arguments internally yeah. are the people that maybe don't fit with everything. So, you know, maybe I've got a friend who is a parent and she's interested in the parenting side of things, but she has no interest in starting a business, which I think is flawed, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't want to deter her from coming because she, she thinks it's going to focus too heavily on business, which isn't of interest to her. So there's that part of it is a fear of, excluding people who could still benefit from aspects, you know? Yeah. But if you are offering things that do help and that are of interest, I don't really care what else you have going on. I'm going to follow you and and pay attention to that part of you. And if you go and do something else, that's okay. And who knows, maybe, maybe I will turn after a year after you kind of talk about a little bit and you share it in kind of your you know, personal posts and you talk about the success of the podcast. Okay. Okay. You know what? I wasn't into this, but Meg has convinced me you could actually help even more people in that way sure. by not separating it. Okay. No, that makes sense. So tell me, tell me where you're at. Cause I just want to make sure you make a decision and, and, and move forward one way or another. No, I think I, I should just stay on the right, on the track that I'm on and keep and get, MegBrunson.com up mm-hmm. <laughs> and running and host the podcast there or not, yes. you know, so it'll be tied back. The show notes and everything will all be tied back to MegBrunson.com slash whatever. Right. Um, and and then, that's where people who go to, who listen to the podcast, they're going to land, they're going to end up on MegBrunson.com slash the podcast. So they're going to know that it's the podcast and then they're going to see uh, everything else that's there too. Yeah, and I'll redirect the URL and keep it just in case somebody gets confused and types it in or whatever. And here's the other thing about these decisions. They aren't always um, permanent. So it's not like you make this decision now and you could never, ever go back. You, you, you could if you feel like going down the road, which I don't imagine, but if you feel like this was not the right decision, it doesn't mean that you, it all is lost. And you just spend a little bit more time re arranging things. And then you would know that, okay, I tried it that way. No go. Let's go the other way now, but at least you're moving forward. And I, I, and from my personal opinion uh, and experience, it would be to keep it on your, on your personal website. Okay. Cool. That's what I'm going to do. Awesome. (laughs) Nice. I like it. 
very tactical and uh, an interesting conversation. I think a lot of people also struggle with that too. Um, so I, where I would say no, it would be it would be if there was no crossover whatsoever, or if it was a completely separate thing that um, where the, where where it wouldn't make sense. And that usually happens when it's an obvious uh, boundary and, and separation, but th- there isn't one here. Uh, and actually it works together in my opinion. So, uh, Meg, thank you so much for coming on. I, I appreciate it. And, uh, this can be helpful for people. And if there's anything I can do for you, let me know. And we'll have to, um, follow up with you later next year to kind of see how things are going and, uh, see if, um, you know, this, this was the right decision for you. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Absolutely. All right. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Meg Brunson. You can check her out and all the other things we just talked about at Meg Brunson, B-R-U-N-S-O-N.com. Meg, thank you so much for uh, volunteering to come on and be coached. And if you are looking for coaching, for those of you listening, you can apply at askpat.com. Just go right there in the middle of the page. There is a link to apply. And I'm looking forward to seeing that application come in. We don't select everybody, but we do select people one person a week. So make sure if you haven't done so already, please subscribe. We've got a lot of great content coming your way, a lot of different kinds of coaching interviews, if you will, uh, coming up in the near future. So please subscribe if you haven't already. And please, if you want to do me a quick favor, when you have a moment today, just head on over to iTunes, look up Ask Pat, and leave a quick, honest review on iTunes. Even if you listen on Stitcher or Google Play or or SoundCloud, uh, heading over to iTunes would help out a lot with the exposure, with getting people who are like, eh, I don't know if this is the right thing for me. If you think it's the right thing for everybody, head on over to iTunes, leave a review. It would be super helpful. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I look forward to serving you in the next episode of Ask Pat 2.0. Cheers. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now you might've noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.